0: Something will happen if I obey the Word. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. We want to focus on verse 4, demonstration of spirit and power. Verse 5, that our faith is in the power of God. And then here's what he did. He said, now I want you to go to your prayer, key scriptures, and I want you to go backwards. See, that's not me. Numbers start one, left, ten, to the right. Alphabet starts A, left, and then goes to the right. Maybe we're supposed to be driving on the left-hand side of the road and not the right So, when I study, I study from the beginning to the end. My notes are always, if you've ever noticed, they're in order by the books of the Bible. I started out like that. I don't know that I will ever change. But today, he said, go backwards. So, we're going to look at James chapter 5. These are in Our prayer key scriptures, James chapter 5. I want you to notice what this verse, how James by the Holy Ghost, the, what is it about? James 5. Can you tell me? It's about prayer. I've made it easy for you. Every passage that I study, I get the main thought that the Holy Spirit is wanting us to have in that passage. In this, it's fervent prayer. See the reference? If you've noticed, my notes always, regardless of the verse and how he leads, it's always a reference of what he wants us to glean, to receive. The point in that particular passage. So this is in reference to fervent prayer. What is fervent prayer? James says, It is the earnest. This is amplified. The earnest. What is earnest? It's heartfelt. It's continued. The earnest prayer of a righteous man or woman. What makes us righteous? What makes us righteous? Are we taking notes? Do we have a Bible? Do we have a pen? Do we have a paper? Do we have a means? Because you will not recall every passage and every point the Holy Ghost wants us to make. Now, we've got a situation in the world today. We've allowed the enemy to dummy down everything that we're supposed to have value in. Even in schools, schools in colleges. You can show up if you want to. You can come in not having a decent appearance. They don't care. I said they don't care. Employers have relaxed and they relax and they everything about our life today. The world, the world That does not know this Bible has dummied down and wants humanity to think that life can just be floating through with pleasures of what the soul and the body wants to do. Come on, y'all, this is so good. This is, and see, we don't realize we bring that stinking attitude in. To God's presence. Thank you. Who said that's true? Thank you. That's what. And see. To the degree that you value something. Is to the degree that you give attention to it. Imagine coming to church without a Bible. Now, I used to be one of those that thought you had to just use the Bible. Do you notice what I use now? And do you notice sometimes I come with my iPhone, my iPad, my Bible, my notebook? Because I'm prepared. I prepared a meal. Actually, I didn't prepare it. The Holy Ghost in me prepared spiritual food for you. And it's dishonoring and disrespectful. When you don't do your part to receive that spiritual food. So, here in James 5, he's making reference to fervent prayer. And he says, fervent prayer is a heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man. And it does something. This does something. Do we have any righteous in the house? Let the righteous say. So the righteous man that has earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer can do something. Can do something. What can that man or woman do? That man and woman can make tremendous power. Can make, will the power be made without God's agent, man or woman doing their part? So see, he's telling us he has a part. We have a part. We give God's side. We give man's side. So he says, makes tremendous power. Subject matter today is the power of God and how that can have an effect in our life. Amen. Amen. So it's what is that power? James says it's dynamic. It is dynamic in its working. So we're going backwards. We've, now we've seen in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and 5, God by Paul said that we should, when we teach, preach, or speak, that it should be in demonstration of the spirit and of power. This is not just for this church. This is for every church. This is this is what God intends for every fellowship on the face of the earth. Amen. Then in James, he's telling us that this power is made available. When we pray. Now let's move to 1 Corinthians 14, fourteen We're going backwards. Here again the apostle Paul. To the Gentiles. He's talking about praying. In the spirit here. He says. Praying in the spirit. If I pray. In an unknown. Tongue. If. 1,000. 522 ifs in the Bible. Conditional. He says, if I pray, that indicates to me I have a responsibility. Something will happen if I obey the word, if I follow the instructions. He said, if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prays. Amen. So power is made available how? Come on. Thank you. How is power made available? Now he's telling us how. How to pray. Okay. So let's go now to 1 Corinthians 14. 2. First Corinthians fourteen two. Here again, re, if you go back, go back to First Corinthians fourteen fourteen, and help me here a moment, please. Notice reference. Praying how? Praying how? In the Spirit, in our known language, and in tongues. Do you want me to tell you why I believe? That churches lack the power today. You can't oppose God's plan and have the results God wants us to have. God's plan, and we're going to get there, is that every believer be filled with the Holy Spirit. And every believer pray in tongues. That's how the power is made available. So now you can understand why the world fights tongues, not just the world, the Christians, supposed to be Christians. No, it's the religious people that fight tongues. They fought Jesus when he walked on the face of the earth. And they're still, those religious people are still fighting God's plan today. God's plan was he sent his son to redeem us, you and I, back into our original state. What was that original state? We find that in the Garden of Eden. They were perfect. Thank God He takes those of us that are imperfect, yeah, to do something with. If we will be willing and obedient. What's the subject matter today? How does that power, subject matter's power, how does it become dynamic? Praying. Praying how? Praying in the spirit, Well, we pray with our understanding, and we pray in the spirit as well. So in First ver- in Corinthians 14:2, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh unto God, and when he's speaking, he's praying out mysteries. He's praying out mysteries that he wants us to know. From 1 Corinthians fourteen two, we go backwards to Jeremiah 33, 3. Jeremiah, what he's making reference to here is we are to call unto the Lord. We do the call unto the Lord. He said, call, cry out, proclaim, call. What is that? What's that call? It's a conversation. It is prayer. What is prayer? It's the conversation with our Heavenly Father. Should be inspired by the Word. Should be inspired by the Holy Spirit. But when we call a friend up, what are we wanting to do? Are we just want to be on the line and the friend do all the talking? No. There should be a dialogue. But Jeremiah is saying, the one to call on to. Is call unto him. Call. Cry out. Proclaim. Utter a loud sound. Unto me. And I will answer. He said I will answer. And make known. What's he going to make known? Look at this. Great in importance. Great in intensity. Great in number. Large in magnitude. And extent. Notice he says the same thing. That Paul said. I will show thee mighty things. Mysteries and secrets, which thou knowest, consider, perceive, see, or know not. Okay? Now, we're going to take another trip, and we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 1. We're going to begin in verse 15. Wherefore, I also... Then he says, after I heard of your faiths, So I, Pastor Cheryl, when I heard of your faith, those of you that are present in the Lord Jesus and your love unto all the saints. This is how God wants us to be. He wants us to be people of faith in him and he wants us to love the saints. We cease not to give thanks for you. Cease not to. To give thanks for you, making mention of you in our prayers. Now I'm going to read Amplified 15 and 16. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all of God's people. Paul in verse 16 saying, Cease not to give thanks for you in the Amplified. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I always pray. Verse 17 in the Amplified, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the Father of glory, may grant you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation that gives you a deep, remember that word deep? Remember last Sunday, deep? That gives you a deep and personal and intimate insight into the true knowledge of Him. For we know the Father. Here, look here. I just said that. He's confirming this right here. We know the Father. How? Through the Son. Verse 18. And I pray that the eyes of your... He's talking about spirit here. Heart. The very center and core of your being may be enlightened. Flooded with light by the Holy Spirit. So you want to know how to pray for Christians? Here's how you pray for them. Here's how you pray. Because if you know, if you go back to the beginning, Paul's not praying for sinners here. He's praying for Christians, believers, so that you will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called you. Did you know we're all called? He has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Who are the saints, church? God's people. Now here's where I wanted to get to. Verse 19. It's talking about power, his power. And so that you will begin, so that you will begin, so that you will begin to know, that you will begin to know. Watch this. What the immeasurable what the immeasurable power, too large, immeasurable, is too large, too extensive, or extreme to measure. You can't measure God's power. It's immeasurable. If He's moving over here, to, to touch someone with his power. That doesn't mean that all of it is used right here. That he can't go back there and touch someone with his power. Or if he's used it and touched someone here and someone there. It doesn't mean that he can't touch way back there against the wall with his power. Or even over here against someone against in this wall. It's immeasurable. And let me t- let me help you out. When you see... When you witness the power, when you see the spirit moving his power upon someone, I'm helping you out here. Just reach up and say, Father, it's mine. I take it. It's mine as well. Why? Why can you do that? Why do you have the right to do that? He's no respect of persons, but more importantly, it's faith that moves him. It's faith that moves him. It's hunger that moves him. So you can't come to church and just plop down in a chair and just sit there to be entertained by a teacher, a preacher, a minister, a worship leader, a keyboard player, a guitar player. That's not what this is not how it works. It's not how it works. God's plan designed it that we work together. Together. It is like a game of chess. He's moved. He's waiting for our move. Come on. So he said, immeasurable. Verse 19. So that you will begin to know what the immeasurable and unlimited, unlimited, what does unlimited mean? Not restricted in terms of number, quantity, or extent. Not limited. It's not limited. It's immeasurable. What's immeasurable? What's unlimited? uh, What does He want? What does He want with us? You know what He really wants? He wants us to love Him more than anything. And when we love Him more than anything, our actions will demonstrate that. Verse 19, that you will know what the immeasurable, unlimited, surpassing greatness. Watch this. Surpassing, incomparable, outstanding, exceed to be greater than. What are we speaking of, church? It is immeasurable, it is unlimited. And it is surpassing, immeasurable, unlimited, surpassing. I don't care what is going on. Let me rephrase that in a different way. It doesn't matter what storm you have faced in life. This is a place where God said miracles will occur. This is a place where God said greater it would be. Don't settle. Don't settle for anything. Acts 2. And when the day was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. What were they doing? Suddenly, there came a sound. Verse 3. Fire. If you don't have fire, you're not filled. There appeared unto them. Tongues like as of fire. You want me to tell you how much the world has dummied down? Christians, they don't have any fire anymore. What you see when I come to this pulpit is I'm I'm like Jeremiah. It's shut up in my bones like fire. And that's what he wants for you too. And when they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, then, they begin to speak in tongues. Show me somebody that can't pray, won't pray, asked to pray, no, I'm not today. They're not filled. Amen. Amen. Any person that's a Christian that says they've been filled with the Holy Ghost ought to be able to pray at the drop of a hat. Okay? And then we go over to Acts. Chapter 4, being let go, they went to their own company. And they, when they heard, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all them that is. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word stretching forth thine hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. So here's what God's wanting us to do today. I'm going to take you back to James 5, 16. This is exactly this passage of scripture over and over and over and over continues to come to me because it is as he said. He says, the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous person makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working We need the tremendous power available. Amen. Sebreste Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ We stand in your presence to obey your holy written word You have given it in a simple manner Laid out in the holy written word of God And we are a people that will trust you Have faith and confidence in you and your word And you've said in your word prayer prayer Effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person makes tremendous power available.